Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Divine. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Petty Little Things. This is Davina. Hi, everyone. This is Victoria. And as you can hear in both our voices, it's been a rough festive season. It certainly has. And we're definitely feeling it today. But we've got ourselves here to the studio. We're perky and ready to roll. Well, kind of. <laughs> there is nothing perky about any parts of us or I, any parts of our faces. I feel like a melted candle. I really do. I'm just like... Keeping it together, trying to keep it lit, the eternal flame. <laughs> well, Davina, now you're a huge podcast star. How does that feel? Oh my god, it just feels like it's the best Christmas wish a girl could ever have. <laughs> I heard you were asked for an autograph the other day. I was, but that's because they thought I was someone else. <laughs> so we're uh, we're gonna. This obviously is our second episode. So as we said in our first episode, which I, we hope you really enjoyed, um, we are still finding our feet with this. So. Forgive us for all our little indiscretions, because God knows there will be a few. <laughs> uh, we're going to just take it as we as we find. Like everything, it should just flow organically. So we're going to have a little discussion. We're going to see what we've been up to over the last festive weeks. And now it's January. So what's been going on in your whole life, girl? Well, beyond drinking like too much, making lots of bad choices, I'm getting ready to go on tour for seven weeks which I think is the longest time I've been away. Oh my God, I didn't actually realise it was seven weeks. Yeah, seven weeks. I go on the 12th of January and I'm back on the 25th of And February. what tour is this now? With Miss Cracker. Okay. So it's me, her, uh, a bus and a few gays with clipboards okay. rushing around. So a tour, tour show. Yeah, it's her show. And she's going for seven weeks? Seven Where is she weeks. Going? So I think we start in like Stockholm, which weirdly is my fourth time in Stockholm and I have seen nothing but the ABBA Museum. Like, nothing. By the way, if anyone is in Stockholm, go to the ABBA Museum. It is the gayest place in the world. I'd love to go to Stockholm. 
oh my god do we know the costumes mm. like I was short of putting them in my purse as we walked out oh the door god. like so not putting, them, not putting them on your body that's for sure <laughs> well I might have to get a little insert into the back to make them fit or do a dizzy <laughs> a few oh pins god. pin into your bra leave oh the god, whole thing open so funny I forgot about that we did this shoot for GCN years ago and our good friend Dizzy had borrowed some clothes from uh, Karen Millen at the time oh my god I forgot they were and they Karen. were stu- these stunning dresses and well, needless to say, they didn't really fit. <laughs> so they were just delicately placed on her pinned. dainty man shoulders and pinned <laughs> to her brassiere. Um, and from the front, they look, I said, wow, look amazing. And he's turning and you see the big hairy back. <laughs> <laughs> I also said, I forgot they were from Karen. Like, we're best friends. Oh, yes. You know, Karen lent us the dress. Karen Millen. Do you remember... Um, Panty asked me to zip her into a dress for oh, that I shoot. Oh my god! So I'm like, yeah, yeah, perfect. I'll zip you in, hun, no problem. And I reefed the zip up, and I zipped her skin. Half her skin nearly came oh my off. God. With the, I'll never the yelp. I nearly killed Panty Bliss. Oh my god! <laughs> well, <And> the national <laughs> treasure was almost no more. So yeah, I'm like, I, I have to get costumes for that together, and also it's DragCon on the, I'm gonna say 16th and 17th in London. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm doing that as well. So I'm trying to find stuff that I can wear flats underneath. Oh, God, absolutely. a long day. Do you know what I mean? Very long. You're kind of a... You have a few, like, good shoe choices that, like, you can last a long session. I have nothing like that. No, absolutely. And, like, like, heels are great when you're kind of on view. But Mm. definitely, like, I've been in a lot of DJing gigs and stuff where you'd be behind tables. Nobody nobody can see even half. Like, sometimes I've had tracksuit bottoms on under stuff. You know, it's like they just see the top. Oh, my God. So I do enjoy your Friday looks. You know, sometimes you'd send me a picture and be like, hey, girl, it's Friday. I'm I'm chilling out. Like, she has the best little tricks that nobody would even notice, to be honest. (laughs) So um, I would... uh, I would, wouldn't draw eyebrows on. <laughs> and I just wear really big glasses. And sometimes I'd wear fringe. So I didn't have to glue. You don't have to glue the hair on. You Genius. don't have to have a brow. And then just, if you just have a statement lip and a big lash, people just look at your lashes and your lips. And the rest is <laughs> totally forgiven. There was this queen in New York. Do you remember? I think her name was Lazy Susan. Lazy Susan. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So Genius. Lazy Susan's act used to be she would set a timer like it was, you know, I think it was like back in the day. So it was like an, probably an oven timer. And she'd maybe give herself 15 minutes and she would just start sit down to get ready. And whatever state she was in after the 15 minutes, that was the look. So she would have maybe some like just foundation on. She might have a wig on. She might have just a bit of lipstick, but she was always in bits. Like literally, she just looked completely different each time. Basically, just like a big man. Like, Do you think there's any Lazy Susans in Dublin? Uh, working. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all be a little Lazy Susan at times. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, not like to that extreme because that was de- that was uh, that was a commitment kind of I love that though especially if that's her like her drag but I like if someone commits I don't care like if you look like a sack of spuds but you commit to it yeah whereas if you're always trying to be this and that it's it's just not real it's not it's it's hard work being fabulous and glamorous and like. it takes hours I don't even know if people realise how long it takes to get ready like it takes at least like two hours but if you're chatting mm-hmm. and having a drink like that can turn into three hours very quickly oh, in the blink of an eyelash for sure yeah. so tell us more we, we went a little bit off there uh, the Miss Crackers so that's going seven weeks it's going seven weeks we're going all over um, and I've never actually met Miss Cracker she's really nice you've told me um, this before yeah really nice we have a lot of fun she's not really um She's not a drinker, mm-hmm. so... So um, I'd never meet her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'd hate her. Uh, no, uh, which probably means I won't drink as much. 
But also it's seven weeks. It's a long time, yeah. It is a long time. To be drunk in all those different places. I, I don't know how you'd do all that travelling. I just... You know what you'd love, though? You'd love sleeping on the bus. Because there's this feeling of... Do you remember when we did the cruise? And yet there's that nice rocky motion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you get into your bunk and it's like mammy's like rocking you to sleep okay, every night. Okay, girl, you need therapy. <laughs> but you also have this little aircon blowing at your face and also a PowerPoint to charge your phone. Like it's the ultimate it's all little you need. snug. Like yeah, no, I think I wouldn't mind the bus thing, but I just the traveling around. I just love my creature comforts too much. I couldn't be the away only, from right, home. The only I thing about the that. bus is you can't do a number two on the bus. Oh right? Jesus! No, you can't do a number two. So sorry now. To be, get so graphic, but oh, this is the things people need to know. Yeah. <laughs> so when you get on the bus at midnight, you kind of have to make sure you've done all your bits and bobs and <laughs> had a good shower. Uh, can you shower on the bus? No. You can pee on the bus. There's a little kitchen with a microwave okay. if you want to. So like, where do you shower? So you have to shower in the venues. Okay. Now some of the venues have gorgeous showers. That's what I was going to say. And We've some of them, you're going room. to the clinic after having a shower, oh, right? Uh, there was one particular shower, I think it was in Sheffield. Um, now, Sheffield is one of those places that... Sorry, it's a work in town. Yeah, and maybe not everyone has their own teeth in. No. Um, it's a rustic village. Yeah, there was parts of that town that I was walking through and I was like, oh my God, this bitch is going to try rub my teeth if I show oh her I've God. got a full set. But the shower in particular there was terrifying. Like, I remember just that going, girl, just hop in. You stink. You've been wearing these tights for at least six and days for now. for those listening, Victoria will be quite precious as well. So, like, I mean, I'm a little she bit will precious. be precious. So, you know, you know. She's not the Dunleary Rose no, for nothing. No, get, <laughs> for most people, just get in and get out. <laughs> um, so, yes, you have to share before getting on because it's a lot of people on top of each other. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you have to use the bathroom, which... I mean, well, you don't you see you like a little bit of privacy, I know, because when you're friends with someone for so long, you know about their their pooing requirements. Yeah. And Victoria would like to sometimes maybe leave it, leave a tap running so that yeah. like, so and nobody can music, hear. Yeah, you know, just some ambient, ambient music. Yeah. <laughs> so that's 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 true friendship. Right in Tokyo, they had these things on the toilets called. Um, I can't remember what they're called, but you could press a button in a public toilet yeah. and the music would start playing. Oh my like, gosh. And it was kind of like that, like, fierce Chinese restaurant music. <laughs> so you thought, like, you're about to get maybe a Chinese buffet was coming out or, you know, a selection a of... killer shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe. But anyway, so that's all happening. Trying to, like, figure out what I'm going to perform um, because I can't keep doing Crazy in Love even though I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say... Beyonce is going to be looking for royalties, bitch. Oh my God, I'm changing a dress straight away. And then other than that, I'm just recovering from Christmas. And when is the Dublin Mitzcracker gig? I think it is February 17th. Okay. Jesus, yeah. it's quite a long time. Although it, it flies along. I think right. It goes quite quick. Yeah, so I should be good by February 17th with yeah. the new number. But God help, the first, oh the first date of, you know, when we do a new number, mm-hmm. I like, do you... Always kind of get a bit like, oh God, okay, just throw yourself and go do it. No, because I sometimes like I, I think I was I think about it for quite a while, and then when I when I decide that I actually really like the song, then I'm then I'm good to go, and it just kind of comes out of me. Yeah. Although the last time I think I was doing um that new Dua Lipa song, Don't mm. Start Now, and which I love, and honestly, a little bit bitter that you got there <laughs> before I did, because like I'm fully feeling that Dua Lipa fantasy at the moment. Don't like her, but really like that song. Yeah, she's just kind of dull, but Ugh. but uh, the Dead last behind the eyes. 
yeah, well, I saw her EP and she was just kind of just like the songs are great, but she's, mm. she's maybe she'll get better. She's quite young, so there's a lot of air. But I remember uh, when I was performing that for the first couple of times, Karen would hit the song before I was ready. So I had no idea. I was like, oh my God, it's me. <laughs> so, <laughs> like I almost was like 10 seconds mentally behind in my head because right. I was like chasing thinking, the song. Yeah, so that wasn't the best start, but sure, listen. Yeah, because we were doing obviously the show on Sunday and I was like, that bitch is doing two new numbers in this show. I was like, I need to learn a fucking song. Yeah, get but then you might learning. not hear a song that you like for ages. Like ages. And if I don't really get into it or feel it, then it's, I'm not going to do it. Because you're not yeah. just going to do, oh, it's number one, so let's just do it. Because some of it's just crap. Yeah. It has to be part of what you do and your vibe. Like, right, because so. we love pop music. And right now is not the no. best time for pop music. And also a lot of songs are like under three minutes. Have you noticed that? I mean, I won't argue with that, to be mm. honest. No, but just it's just interesting. I just think the way, like, even Taylor Swift's, all that kind of, like, it's very odd. Everything is, like, 252, 253. Eurovision length. Yeah, even <laughs> even shorter, to be honest. Deux poids. So that's me, really. What about you? What have you been up to? Uh, well, I've been busy working over the festive season. As I said, I'm actually completely worn out. I feel like now I really do need a holiday coming up. Um, I'll definitely have to plan something. You haven't taken a holiday in so, so long. long. I was in Berlin for um, a brief weekend there recently, but that wasn't much of a holiday, so... I will be taking something um, coming soon. But I suppose, well, what's my God? I did my back in. <laughs> she did. Now, oh people who have weird things in their mind right now, get your mind yeah. out of the gutter. I was in the swing for only a second. <laughs> <laughs> lift me up, lift me up. Oh my God, bring me down, bring me down. <laughs> oh my God. No, that's, that's a different story. Uh, I was literally out walking the dog and I like, this sounds like such an old woman story. I was walking the yeah, dog. For and people I, that haven't seen your dog, by the way, oh. I'm obsessed. Yeah, no, I'll come back to her in a sec because she, she's been keeping me busy as well. Uh, so I just bent down, literally, my back snapped. And I really, I thought like, and I was with my niece at the time and she was like, are you okay? And she's, look, she's only like, um, she's only nine. And she was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I was in agony. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to be able to make it home. I was like, what am I going to do? I was looking at, so I found a lamppost and I just like leaned against the lamppost to like oh literally pop God. my back back in with the fucking agony. Like, now I mean, it was, every step was like torture. Um, but that's the first time you mentioned your niece was with you, by the way. Like, oh, I yeah. hear about the dog all the time. Well, I was the just p- grazing over the, the, like, you know, I didn't want to go into that. I was telling the full story now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, that was so I, that was really bad. But it turns out, actually, my floating rib, my last rib, was is one that I got actually twisted. So it was just my rib. I didn't so, even know there was a floating rib. Yeah, they're the rib. ones that you can get removed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he pointed that out to me. I was like, what are you trying to say? Oh, my God. Let's lose two inches off our waist oh, this God. Christmas. So I went to an amazing osteopath and he... Uh, Creamed and propped me back into place, and he's amazing. So uh, that was so that, but that kind of took me out because I I never get back pain like that. So to experience that just gives you the fear. It's like oh god, if, like if you have to work or be on your feet all the time, wearing heels, dancing. Yeah, I mean like you, you work for yourself. Anything. Also, yeah. do you want to give out your discount code for the oh my god. <laughs> Yes, use code Davina's back is broke. <laughs> <laughs> Davina's back for exactly zero percent off. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. So th- and then of course my dog. Uh, who if, I don't know if any of you follow me on uh, social media. I have an English bulldog, who's the most gorgeous. Oh, she's beautiful, gorgeous little baby. She's like huge, though. She's like huge. she's no baby. No, like, for a start, she thinks she's like like a miniature Jack Russell size, and she like sits in my lap and everything. But she is my baby, uh-huh. and she's been really kind of. Um, she's coming up to, to she's nearly two now, but she has been going through um, having fits and mm. like the fits have been getting more and more. So she's epileptic, like so that's been really stressful. That's cause, the first time I've heard that, by the way, in a dog. Well, no, it's it is quite common, but it's and it's not even common in her breed, which is kind of unusual, but. 
when I when it, it first started happening like a couple of months ago, it was just kind of like one every couple of months. But now it's started to be like every couple of weeks, and it's, it's she could have like clusters of them, so it could be two or three. And it's it's kind of like when a person has them, like you just don't know when it's going to kick off. Right. So that can happen any time, and just getting the medication right. And the medication's really harsh um, on their bodies because it can significantly kind of um, affect their liver and stuff like that. So. I mean, she's only two as well. Like, that's heartbreaking. I know. And she's such a baby. Like, you know, just so seeing her going through that has just been really stressful and kind of getting the right mix and worried about all that. So besides doing all my other work and dealing with that stuff, it's just mm. been very stressful. And I obviously just want her to, hopefully, I think we're on to the right track now. But I have to say, when I put it on social media that she was having fits, so many people mailed me and uh, sent me messages saying about their dogs. And, and they really did, or like how the influencers no, goes. Everyone's been asking me no. about this handbag here. People, no, people actually were amazing. People were telling me, Love like, that. you know, try CBD oil. People, it's times like that when you're like, this is social media, is it great for this? Because yeah. people really kind of have gone through it or you hear other people's experiences. That's been amazing. So if you did drop me a message, thank you so much. It was very, very appreciated. Um, I love her name. Like, Winnie. that L1 <laughs> name. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I was and determined. She couldn't look any less like a Winnie in no. a way. Like, them little teeth and that kind of yeah. little face. She has little tooth sticking out and I'm obs- she is like my absolute obsession so if you do follow me on, on uh, social media you know. I'm, I'm constantly posting pictures probably too much but you know I hate children and she's my baby <laughs> so, <laughs> so no, I look at your fucking brats you look at mine. <laughs> no plans to get pregnant although she has been no. trying very hard unsuccessfully for years. <laughs> I have a, a, a family dog too. Her name is Molly and she's 11 this Aww. Christmas. And what I noticed is because when I drive up to my mom's house, she used to like bark the house mm. down. Now she doesn't react at all because she's not hearing us anymore Aww. or something like that. It's kind of sad. And also, she's a little bitch. She would never like let you hold her and have a little cuddle. Yeah. But now she's like, Okay, give me a cuddle for like five minutes. She's like us, we soften with a H. <laughs> <laughs> when are you uh, softening? Oh, well, when I start aging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, so that's when keeping me busy. And then um, there's just a couple of things coming up. I'm doing more work with Diet Coke um, Ooh. in January. Yeah, so we're doing the You Do You campaign, um, which we did already. So it's just basically about you doing you. And it's, you know, they're all like get lit campaign so I'll be talking more about that next month when I know more details so <laughs> and it's confirmed weirdly Davina is wearing a, a Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola jumper today <laughs> oh my god how ironic <laughs> you're really embracing this oh my god yes you do you babe well it's been a busy season so yeah we've been up to our eyes and I think everyone's just slightly deflated after the the, the festive month so onwards and upwards So here we are. Uh, we are joined with our very first fabulous guest uh, on our podcast. We're very, very uh, honoured to have this lady here today. Very honoured. <laughs> well, officially popping our podcast guest, Cherry, is my mother, which is a bit wild. Mum, I don't think you've ever done any interviews before, have you? No, I don't think so. I, I, no, not that I can remember. Oh, no, I was. I was on the radio a couple of times. Unknown to you. Oh, the real radio. <laughs> is that shade, Mum? Are you shading the fact that this isn't the real radio? Tealy Gazette. <laughs> no, it's on 2FM. Oh. Arguing, arguing with this man about his homophobia. Oh, what oh. TV show or what radio show was it? It was uh, What's Your Man That's On with um, oh, Colm Hayes. So, yeah, go ahead, not so. only is she uh, Victoria's mother, she's an activist as well. Uh, yeah. Major. All my mass for, uh, from Santa this year was gay rights. <laughs> <laughs> Equality for all. <laughs> I, I argued about, there was a, a pub in Cork that two gay guys had been showing PDAs 
and uh, your man big is, dirty wet kisses yeah, yeah. and your okay. man was giving a good oh and I said oh that's it I'm going on and I said uh, uh, this, this is you know Ireland is you know it's supposed to be moving forward and it got into a really heavy heavy argument I said you're nothing but a homophobic blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> did you curse on the radio no I didn't curse but I told him he was a massive he's massive homophobia and all the rest and, and Colin Hayes eventually jumped in and ended the whole thing and I that was actually up. me Trish you PDA is disgusting <laughs> by the way we are in the family home and you probably just heard the dog there in the background um, it is Stephen's day here at the moment and she is not going to stay quiet for us so enjoy that yeah. and show business doesn't sleep Christmas no. doesn't exist in showbiz land no, no, no. <laughs> uh, so we're going to ask you a few questions Trish just about drag and your perception of drag and uh, what you think about all things kind of drag so we're going <laughs> to just see what you think and just just from a man's kind of perspective we're just going to see because we think we're great so we just <laughs> want to know what you yeah, think we're just deluded at Christmas <laughs> <laughs> So I suppose like I wrote a little list of questions because I'm trying to be like you know a new age Veronica Gear. <laughs> like, um, I knew her, you know. Oh, she, did you? She was yeah. made my sisters, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell you about that again. Oh, listen, we'll save that Another for the second one, yeah. interview. Yeah, yeah. Juicy details. Yeah. Drop it off. Sorry, she went out with my first boyfriend, and he still fancied her even though he was gone out with me. So there you go. Oh, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> oh, I'm loving this. Okay, so. What do you think, Trish, I suppose, about drag? Like, what is your first impression of it now? What does it kind of mean to you? Well, I suppose I grew up in an era where the likes of Danny LaRue. Mm. So I'd already seen drag, but never been that close to it. Um, for me, I, I think it's fab. I, I At first, I was always kept out here, you know, <laughs> no, you're not turning up and all that sort of thing. And I'd be oh, nothing. She was invited to absolutely nothing whatsoever. Chomping at, at the bit to turn up, you know, and get involved and whatever. And then I just said, that's it. I'm coming to Gay Pride. And I was there up the front of the stage going, yeah, this is great. But he had uh, dislocated his knee and I was standing back at the, the, the steps. It was in Marion Square. Yeah. And uh, I was like this, just watching him going. And then all of a sudden the music stopped. And I said, oh no, his knee is gone. It wasn't. It was something to do with your music. So what actually happened was, firstly, I was supposed to be at World Pride with Davina. um, But I dislocated my knee on stage. And that is a great story, which we'll save for another time. (laughs) That's a flashback. (laughs) Right? Yeah, because I was told a totally different story as to how that happened. But Uh, anyway. Okay. Damn, maybe this was a bad idea. <laughs> um, so I was on stage and the DJ had press play, but he'd um, press play where the music was fast forwarding and he was oblivious and just playing on. And I was like, slow it down, slow it down while trying to still lip sync. Yeah. No, he wasn't have a bar of it. So I went over and I pressed stop myself on the music. Oh, I remember. Do you remember? Yes. And I fixed the sound myself and then pressed play. AKA drag queens do it all. We sweep the floor on the way yeah. out and operate the music. But, but there were a few expletives going on and I remember afterwards uh, when we when you came off stage and you were in that little porter cabin and um, somebody else was standing there. But anyway, I said, just stop cursing. Stop the drag cursing. rage had yeah, yeah, yeah. Trish. Oh, well, I, I mean, I think it's amazing what you can do now. I think fair play to you. You look fab. You've got great confidence to get up there and do it. I'd love to do it myself. Would you say overconfident? <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. I, I think you've, you've, the personalities you both have are, are you know, 
Fab. Obnoxious, yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, I, would you do it? Could you see yourself if we painted uh, you Trish up? Trish did do drag. You did do drag a fright. Do you remember she did? Oh, yeah. Well, I used yeah. to turn up with the odd wig and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and a little bit of a pink tutu and uh, slightly The effort was made. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Was made, yeah. Then yeah. I gave up on the wig and said, no, I'm not doing that again. I did do It's very warm. Rainbow. The wigs are warm and yeah. itchy. Yeah, I've seen that on you. I've seen how the wigs are warm. But, um, you know, I stand back in, in awe. I think it's fab. And she has a drag name, Trish Secret. <laughs> you, yeah, you pissed me that in the middle. I was going, yes, I got a mention. Yeah, but Mum's getting very excited. She keeps rocking back and forth. Sorry, so sorry, I'm sorry. hoping you can still hear her. But I, I don't think you're aware of your drag name for uh, probably a couple of years. We were calling you Trish Secret, unbeknownst to you for a long time. I think I should have started the my enigma. own blog. <laughs> the enigma. Start a blog? Yeah, Trish Secret, you know. <laughs> Letting out all mine. And come here, Trish, tell me, so when Phil first told you that he was doing drag or that he was going to do drag, did you understand what it was at the time? No, or, I don't know. Like, what did you think it was? Oh, well, do you remember how you, how well, you found oh, out? Not really. Okay, because I do. Maybe <laughs> oh, I should you, share that first. You told that story, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was still living at home at the time and I'd only done a couple of gigs, so I had a bag of, like, drag up in my um, bedroom. And Irish mammy's... Like there, there is no untouched uh, area of the whole house belonging to you. So she was in my bedroom and it was under my desk at the time. And she pulled it out while I was out of the house, came home and there was the bag in the sitting room. The bag she, of drag? bag of like tights and all that stuff. Rice titties. <laughs> and uh, we sat down and had the chat. Now the chat did start with. Yeah, how, um, did, how did the chat begin? I probably oh, well, asked directly as Trish I Trish is like would. an FBI agent. <laughs> yeah. She goes straight into so the jugular. So I had the bright light in his face, you know. He's going straight in. <laughs> talk. Talk. Uh, well, at first, I think the first question was, do you want to be a woman? And it was said, <laughs> with holding her breath, going, okay, I'm ready for this. I, I, I'm ready, yeah, okay. And I was like... I think I just burst out laughing because I was like, no, that's not what it was. But I also kind of didn't know what way to explain it to you either. Uh, I can't even remember the discussion, to be honest. I think it just went from there. Um, I tried my best to explain what drag was and I was doing some gigs and I was having fun. And especially at that time when you started drag, you were starting for fun. You didn't think you were having a career. absolutely. Like, I remember when I first kind of was trying to explain to my mum, I think she, I don't think I did a good job of explaining it because I just kind of said, well, we're kind of just getting up and we're kind of just dancing and it's kind of <laughs> and I th- afterwards we kind of talked about it and she kind of th- I think thought that we were doing kind of like amateur stripping <laughs> <laughs> which I think she thought for quite a while so there was no conversation about it for a long time because I think she thought I used like a, some kind of sex <laughs> my stripper. son the stripper <laughs> oh my god so yeah so that I was curious to see what you thought or if you thought it was anything kind of no. like a bit untoward no no I kind of just stood back and watched it for a while because I wasn't being invited to watch oh, okay. you know but of course I'd say you were watching online it's free <laughs> of course yeah. I, was, I was I was doing you know a little bit of stalking but uh, yeah I mean I just think it's it's amazing I, I love the way Ireland has moved forward now and it's just like you know, you've come in with the shows and mm-hmm. uh, I was at Vicar Street. You were at Vicar Street. Mm. I went to the second one and I, and I was, I, I said afterwards, like I was the mother of the bride. Like, yeah. they were coming at me with drinks yeah. and saying, here you go. And that might be the only yeah. wedding you get, so <laughs> <laughs> enjoy that. And Take then, all those drinks, girl. I was trying to get down to the loo and there was a little face. Oh, Victoria, she's just brilliant. She's been such a fabulous such and such for the gay scene. I'm going, no, okay. Just yeah, they were locked. Yeah. 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 And I was trying to back into the toilet, you know, let me go into the toilet. But yeah, I had the whole way down, they were all stopping me and 
Sorry talking to me, but uh, yeah. So, because uh, when we were in Baker Street, um, it was kind of the first big thing that you'd been at. So I was like, made kind of a big deal, made her stand up. And I yeah, kind of it thought, was like the, um, uh, it's like a royal variety. Yeah, yeah. wasn't it just, <laughs> yeah. lucky I, I didn't follow. I hated though. I really did think you'd be like, oh, shut up, stop. No. But there she was, wine in hand. <laughs> I clocked her in the bar before. She was already just holding court. It was like VIP lounge strides. Like she's living this. Uh, Love it. Yeah, good for her. Um, and come here, Trish. So you were saying earlier on about Danny and mm. things like that so like before kind of like what was your first encounter what was your, your first experience with drag had you ever seen like any like Irish queens no. like Mr Pussy or no, any, no never no I would have seen him out of drag around the place yeah because he was kind of big like yeah, in the 70s and 80s and stuff wasn't he yeah, yeah. like any like because there was a few things that he used to do back in the day but mm. it was there wasn't really a scene here no in Dublin, there wasn't, wasn't no, no I, I actually you would see every so often in the paper that he'd be performing somewhere but I don't even know, remember where uh, the other would have been Dame Edna. And I mean, yeah. at the time, I never looked at Dame Edna and thought that was drag, but it was. Yeah, it was. You know? Oh, totally, yeah. And he was just a stand-up comedian yeah. dressed as a woman with purple hair and purple glasses. And Victoria or Dame Edna. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria. That's true, though, because I think lots of people look at, like, Mrs. Brown and probably don't think of that as no, drag. drag. No. It's like, I think sometimes when the character is so strong like that, it's like you just see old woman with purple hair you don't yeah. see it's like that's when it's so believable yeah. which I love that's what I love about drag when someone can be totally fully embodied as a character yeah. like Mrs Brown or I'm not a big fan of Mrs Brown but I th- think the characterisation is amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. so I think that's kind of interesting and Mr Pussy's still alive isn't he or is oh he? he is yeah Mr Pussy very much he's, so he's Daddy LaRue's dead is he yeah he died um, but Mr Pussy's still gigging and he's, I see him yeah, around yeah. like he came to Ireland in the 60s when there was no drag so yeah. it's kind of an interesting line but I was yeah. just kind of curious to see if you'd seen anything or... no just I, well, as I said I would have seen Mr Pussy more out of mm. costume in Dublin yeah. he, well I just couldn't I always recognised his face and the rarest of occasion when Danny LaRue would come into town. But no, I, I would never have seen any shows or anything like yeah. that, oh, you know. Okay. So, like, as you were saying, you've been to Vicker Street and you've, mm. like, seen a couple of the gigs and mm. stuff. And do you think that, like, you know, in regards to, like, your friends or kind of mainstream, because, like, drag's always been very prevalent on the gay scene mm. and there's always been a big drag culture. But do you think that things have shifted a little bit now into, like, people's living rooms with the things like drag drag race and stuff being on Netflix? Yeah. Like, do you think that more people are kind of aware of it or do you think that it's more, um, like, noted by kind of, I don't want to say, like, normal people, but, you know, people it's, that, like, yeah. you know, don't live kind of this crazy Yeah, and they all love it. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm gobsmacked at the amount of young people who are... Even on a budget... Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST just into RuPaul and all that and it's 
to say it's acceptable sounds yeah terrible. I know, yeah. but it's it's like it's the biggest social scene now, and they just love it. Yeah, and that was the argument I was having with the guy on the radio because I said you could walk into the George, and you can be two heterosexuals and snog in the face of yeah. one another, and yet you've got two gay guys in your pub, and you're having a problem with that. You know, get over it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's an incredible social scene now. It's a whole new social scene mm. that is just very, very and acceptable. Probably, Normal is yeah. the wrong word. And I suppose it's probably a, it probably a bit more kind of encompassing. So it kind of it probably embraces everyone together. So yeah. it's a bit more kind of bringing people together. I, I'm shocked. I just, that's the wrong word to, to use. Uh, the amount of women that I've, you know, over the last while, like I play golf on a Friday and whatever. Oh. And I said, oh, yes, very badly. <laughs> very badly. Handy busting. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, and we were going around on, on, I don't know what, on Friday morning, freezing. And uh, I happened to say Philip was doing a show and like one said, and said, oh my God, I love the drag queens. Great. I said, right, you come. And, uh, and another girl and then our mate Trace who nearly went over the balcony. Oh my God, she did. Jump she around. She no horrid over oh the balcony. Oh my God. <laughs> she was just, she'd had it, was she on the gym that I night? I think so. Okay, we, Trace can't handle the gin. She needs to stick to the wine. <laughs> the gin and the wine just don't mix. No. But uh, no, not, not that she gets obnoxious or anything like that. She just goes <clears> downhill <throat> very quickly. But anyway, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, they, all these women of my age yeah. are big into it. That's what I kind of thought, like, because I definitely feel like there's definitely more of an interest and I think since it's gone on Netflix and stuff, it's kind of like drags kind of come into people's living rooms. Yeah. And that's the conversation that we were kind of having because... <clears throat> Like I was like gonna ask my mom to come and do this podcast, but she is so shy and she's is like, she? yeah, she's very shy. It's like asking her to be in a photograph, even she'd be like, oh. <laughs> so oh, well, she, like, she wouldn't have done it with me, no. But I think just she's just one of those people. She's always super aware of what she's saying, or she's like, well, if I said the wrong thing, or I'm mm. like. Well, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> we can all do more that. More than likely, you probably would. <laughs> um, but I just think it's it's gas now how it's kind of just become, like, I think over the last 10 years, it's become so more so much more norm- normalised. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine you brought a good 10 friends to Vicar Street during the summer. Yeah. I just couldn't have pictured that maybe 10 years ago, Me, for instance. Yeah, and to be honest, I can't remember my way yeah. from coming to see stuff for a long time. Yeah. I think the first thing I let you come to was... Uh, when I was DJing on Wagon's Den because that felt yes. very, you know, safe, safe space <laughs> yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. two. And, uh, <laughs> and there was lots of wine and there was a green room so she could like, you know, think she was real fancy yeah. hanging out in the green room. Wagon's Den was uh, Catherine Lynch's RTE show, by the way. That was, uh, Victoria played a, a fake DJ at the back. Yeah, the, the DJ decks were not connected. There was free-flowing wine and I played the same song in every episode. <laughs> what was the song? Um, um, oh, it was that... You know that... Oh, Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. <laughs> did you not do a, something to that? You did, didn't you, in Gay Pride one year, no? Oh, God, Trish, I can't even remember. Mm-hmm. I, maybe it was you Barbara Streisand. I can't re- I think it was... Oh, I've had a few ropey performances over the years. <laughs> Mum's been keeping receipts over yeah. here. <laughs> a little ledger on the go. And, Corinne, any questions that you'd like to ask your mum? Mum, I was just kind of curious, had you ever performed? Because in the family, like, Dad never did anything and uh, my sister never... No, I was never picked in school. Uh, yeah, uh, my two sisters were, well, my older sister was always picked. She was, there was a thing called Sing Out attached to the school. Uh, and, of course, she was always up there getting the main part. <laughs> the Mary. Oh, the big bit, the big bit. And uh, I think Eileen may have had some 
stuff as well. Uh, me, the, my my claim to fame, and funny, I was only talking about this uh, last Sunday to a friend of mine who's called Gabriel, who's a girl. And uh, I said, uh, well, you know, in fact, she was aiming myself and, and Gabriel. And I said, uh, yeah, she said, uh, my father called me Gabriel. I said, well, my only claim to fame was in the Christmas uh, play in school. They made me the angel Gabriel. Oh, <laughs> right? that was it. That's a good part. A male. Oh, yeah. no, I have one other actually. <laughs> oh. well. and, uh, my, and I had to stand up on this table on the stage, which was probably the table would have been at least five foot. So I had that. And then I was looking down on the the uh, the crowd, and I had to say, and the angel Gabriel declared unto Mary, and I remember my knees knocking, <laughs> <laughs> and I knew my father was watching, and he was always so critical, you know, he's going, to, yeah, yeah, you know, your sister, she should be brilliant, and you know, look at you with your little part, and you know, that's the angel Gabriel. But yeah, the other thing was, and I must find that photo actually, if you ever do photographs. Yeah, uh, oh, we, we do. Oh, we need this. Oh, yeah. no, this I want to see the photo. This is good. My, when we were kids, uh, my mother dressed us up and put us into this fancy dress. And it was a bride, a groom and a uh, bridesmaid. And she made me the groom. Oh. And she had me in a little two-piece suit. So you with did a, drag. With, I was drag. Yeah. <laughs> with a top hat. And, it, and of course... Goody two shoes who got the best parts was the the bride and the other one with Your the sisters. the cherub faced Eileen was there as the bridesmaid and me I was in the middle as the boy the bloke <laughs> the boy you, you've kind of told me this story before you were not impressed right? I was raging you see the photo of me and I'm there with this face in the middle of the, the two dresses and they're they get it like in their little flowery dresses me as the man you know oh what are you thinking of seriously well see now that's bringing drag kings You're right that's where it started yeah, someone was the original drag yeah. First drag king in Ireland. 55 years ago, that was it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Other than that, and I think maybe lastly to wrap it up, you've never been to the George before, have you? She has. Have you? I've been to the George. She she has. Yeah, she's been actually to my show. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been to the show? Yeah, she was at karaoke before. I I remember being hauled up on that. I know we were having a great night. Actually, we'd been out. And the dragon was still going. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you were show your show was on at the same and, time. And I thought he was in the George. And yeah. you were on. And I said, Where's Philip? He said, He's in the dragon. Oh, right, okay. So we stayed. There was John Treen, myself and Oz, and we were sitting at the front. Yeah. And, and oh, I do remember hearing about We were this. having a yeah. fair few drinks. She stayed at my show. <laughs> your show was actually happening up the road. <laughs> I have a feeling that I might have tried to put you off <laughs> the sense oh, I, of oh, showing she probably, up in the dragon. did. Because John was home as well and he wanted... Yeah. And I dragged him in because he was with a whole load of college girls. But anyway, we finally, anyway, you finished and the old... The disco was going, right? Yeah. And I, that was it. Disco. And John said he watched this in slow motion. Uh, so Trina and I were mad to get on the little dance floor there and there were two guys and she got up and your man pulled me and I felt myself going back, oh. not forward, back, 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 back and, and then all of a sudden he yanked me forward and I thought, Whew, I made it up and John said, I, if I could have filmed that, you were just going back and back <laughs> and back, you were going to end up on the floor and then suddenly you catapulted forward. But uh, yeah, and I, I mean, I went in this year on Gay Pride into yeah. George. I, I mean, I oh, love it. sorry, oh, yeah. you did. So she's a regular, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good. Uh, Somebody was passing around um, poppers in the smoking area oh God, for oh Gay my. Pride. <laughs> and mum turned to me and she's like, what are, what's these? <laughs> Why are they sniffing this? What's what this did you for? think it was, Trish? TCP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I said, I'm not having any of that. And he said, That's, they're poppers. I said, well, what are they? He said, they smell like glue and that was it for me I was going there's no way I'm touching the one who drinks wine and nothing else because she didn't kill her but our next door neighbour 
who shall rename uh, nameless, oh, yes, yes. Uh, was like, give me them, what are they? My next door neighbour. <laughs> and she went straight into them, sniffing, sniffing, sniffing. And then you could just see that moment She's where... She's dead now. <laughs> you could see that moment where like, she was like unsure what was going on. She was, then she was like, oh, I love these. She was in her <laughs> element. I mean, she got stuck into a conversation mm. with two gay girls out at the back because they were having a cigarette. She was straight out there. She was like... Oh, she's loving this. This is brilliant. Like, love yeah. And then the only other thing that happened in, in the George was this little one, I think she must have been all of about 20, and she comes up and she rubs me on the arm and says, yeah. Happy Pride. And go, oh, not for you, love. Oh, oh. mom, you pulled. I did, yeah. Cougar <laughs> secret. And now she's a lass. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And before we, so this is the last question. So just before we wrap things up, so just because this is a topic now that we'll be talking about a lot on this podcast uh, we have been talking a lot about our two year long bitter feud where we oh, didn't yes. talk oh yes so I had to go to counselling yeah so <laughs> I was going to say Trish like what did you you know well, like what did you make of all the two year bitter feud what what because you were kind of you lived through it all I thought it was terrible I, I, I how did it affect you Trish I was gutted no seriously I was gutted because you were always a part of you know everything that went on and uh you were. I remember Philip's thirtieth, and you gave a speech, and the crack it was mighty. I automatically would have always dropped you in my head to to any. God, I don't remember that speech at all. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did. It was a lot drunk. You did, and it was absolutely brilliant. Was I asked, or did I just volunteer? Uh, one? No, I think he actually volunteered. In the end. Well, Dave Delahunty was sitting there with nothing to say. So oh yeah, well. took <laughs> Dave's a Carmelite nun. <laughs> Dave took a bow and But, uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose I've had similar situations in my own life, and you know, it's it's desperate when you've had that connection with somebody, and then it goes. And so I kept saying, oh, God, if I bump into him, will I say something? And he'd clock me if I'd said something to you. And I thought, no. And then, of course, I was on my knees praying because I'm very religious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is going to come good. It's going to come good. And it did. Oh, well, that's no, that's a nice way to wrap it up. And meanwhile, she has talked to you on social media. Oh, that's oh, one more thing that I wanted to know, curious. actually. And I think, Trisha, I know you're avid uh, social media user. So who are we stalking on Instagram these days? Like, who is your top accounts that you, you. like to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> You guys, she's not even lying. Sometimes she asks me questions about what Davina's been up to and I'm like, how do you know that? I haven't watched the story like... You do. It's definitely you, Davina. And I know you like a little bit of Amanda Brunker as well. I do. I love Amanda. I think she's brilliant. I bumped into her in... Oh, Oh, sorry. Feedback. That was my pacemaker. Uh, I I had... You know, she had that... um, the surgery done and she was very honest about it it was like a liposuction thing and she put a photo up on Instagram and with the caption I can't remember what it was and I just came back in and I said I love your honesty because the amount of people who've done it who wouldn't ever you know talk about it and she came back and she thanked me and anyway after that uh, she's she's a stunner I've always thought she's a very you know attractive girl and anything I've seen her do she's she's funny and she's yeah. witty but I saw her in Dundrum and I just said she was waiting to get photos and I said oh I, I'm who I am <laughs> I'm, I'm famous I am. I'm famous so basically I know. she came up and said oh I'm Victoria's mum and Amanda she, actually messaged me after this and I was like who? <laughs> and she just said let's do a selfie I said oh no I don't think it's a good idea don't come out good in photographs and I chatted to her for a while and she was talking about so basically you're like blonde busty strong minded women <laughs> it's it defo jolly well, parton types no that's it oh well come here I think that's it I think that's all that we have yeah. to ask well, thanks, a million. thanks no. for having us on Stephen's Day I think you should get your mother and me together 
together. We, we, does your mother take a little alcoholic drink? She wouldn't be a big drinker now. She wouldn't be a... Uh, she I wouldn't be you. No. <laughs> <laughs> you blaming me for your alcohol content. Um, I think if we could get your mother... And well, I'll we'll work on her. Yeah, she's, she'll, take a, she'll take a little bit of work, but uh, that's great. Thanks, Emil. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thank you. Well, here we are now. It's 2020. Happy New Year, Zabina. Oh, Happy New Year, oh. oh, Should old acquaintance be forgotten? <laughs> <laughs> We've done a lot of that, so maybe we should not. Absolutely. Well, you know, I was thinking about New Year and it is uh, starting afresh again. And this is our episode two. And I was just kind of thinking over the festive season. You know how much I love the festive season. Uh, I was just thinking about resolutions and going forward and things that you would like to happen or things that you'd like to improve or... I don't want to say resolutions because that just sounds kind of corny and I don't think I don't I don't think people even you know do people make resolutions anymore or do they just I think they do I mean I, we touched upon this before we had a friend who was a new person every year oh, yeah. the new oh the me. new me the new it's, me it's not the new you I don't think we need to be the new us it's like but the shit how... that I definitely I'm like okay see it no more of this I'm not taking any more of that crap like improvements yeah yeah I suppose like I kind of think of it as I don't really think of it as um resolutions because that always it almost sounds old fashioned and it sounds Uh like you're going to fuck them up or fail them anyway so I like to think of things that I would like to improve going forward right (laughs) and every day people are changing like we're changing all the time just because it's January 1st you don't need to go okay I'm going to completely change myself no you're really not next week you're going to be back in that chocolate cake it's not the new you (laughs) (laughs) right New Year's resolutions a very simple one wash my tights more now I know like I make jokes about it all the time but sometimes how often do you wash these tights now I would say I don't wear tights so it's been a while yeah also just so everyone knows right now Davina has a really gross face on while I'm talking about these tights okay (laughs) like she literally (laughs) snarled at me at one point Um, I would when I'm at home probably every three shows when I'm not at home three shows oh my god yeah when I'm not at home, I'm going to say every... I mean, if I'm going to be honest, when we're on those buses, it could be sweaty, it like, could be six shows before you get to a, a washing machine. Oh my God, I have to say, I remember when I lived with April, I know we're bringing April up again, but <laughs> do you know what, actually, we're, we're going to enclose a picture of, of us all together, So just so you can visualise it, but those of you that don't know April, uh, I used to live with April, and when we would do bingo back in the day, she would go home, she would take her tights off, and the tights would be in the shape of her body and legs. <laughs> you know, like, you could actually hold them up and dance them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... Well, let's just say they weren't washed every tree show. <laughs> <laughs> well, my tights wouldn't get to that point. And I wear, people probably don't know, I wear pairs four pairs of tights plus okay. a layer of fishnets. So it's it's a lot of layers. There is no new delusion it's at like all. It's like when you see a Christmas ham, you know, in the net. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love some ham. Um, but yeah, so to wash them more and to make a bigger effort when we're on those tour buses to get up at like 9am and find the laundrette. Okay, that's a good resolution and quite hygienic and maybe uh, <laughs> medically a good... <laughs> oh, she's going to be clean and mean in 2020. Antiseptic Sally. <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about things um, and I really need to try and not be very opinionated on Irish celebrities. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, oh, because I've tweeted sometimes or I would say something about, especially an Irish celebrity, like I would have an opinion about... They're very like... It might not be a good opinion. I would someone would, be, would annoy me or is it was this a sober tweet or it depends. It depends oh. if if I'm in a mood and somebody. 
Oh, okay. So if uh, basically, I'm just going to try and keep my opinions about Irish celebrities in particular to myself because. I could have an opinion, but then run into that said celebrity or be at a party with them or it's happened a few times and the awkwardness <laughs> is just like, oh, it's just it's like cringe. It's like I, because it's like, I feel like when I tweet, it's like a vent for me. Right. And then I feel like no, like nobody's reading them. So it's like, it just goes out there. But sometimes they get read or retweeted. And seen. The person sees them and I'm just like, oh, I think I'm being kind of like, haha, funny, funny. <laughs> and then, you know, you're off to call and you say someone looks like the human Ken doll and it's a woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, so I'm just going to be shady in a more... Private, private way. way well do you know what sometimes I do I'll write the tweet and I'll save it oh I do drafts. that as well and then I'll like you know just to vent it I yeah. have to do that yeah because it's out there and then it's yeah. in my draft so if you ever rob my phone go into the draft tweets oh, and you'll see what I really think about a lot of things yeah so that's I'm going to try and keep my opinions about Irish celebrities to myself for fear of getting caught <laughs> because they, it could actually you know you could be working with them or you could be at an event and it's happened a couple of times but I still stand by my opinions. It's just, yeah, you just don't want to, I just don't want to get caught basically is what I'm saying. Well, that's totally fair. Okay, so my next resolution is an easy one. I think I need to stop having more than four shots in the one night out. Why four? I just think that that's my cutoff point. Um, sometimes Wait, four is not a lot. I know. And especially like when you're out and you're doing a gig and then people keep coming up to you, especially Christmas was particularly heavy. I think we've done... Like, way more than four shots. Oh, no, we have. Oh. <laughs> but I'm saying that there the reaches a point and I haven't mastered finding out what number shot it is that my eyes do this weird, crazy bitch eye. <laughs> like, if you see one, me in the smoking area. We're looking area, at you, we're looking for you. Yeah. You'll see me in the smoking area, like, kind of just like, like, kind of sank face on me with eyes that are crazy. <laughs> I just lip synced. I just kind of mouthed somebody who has crazy eyes. <laughs> that was me being discreetly shady. That was secretly petty. Uh, let me see. So yeah, I don't know what my cutoff point is, but I need I need less of those crazy eyes in 2020. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, so I'll uh, take those extra shots. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the way we're, we could be in the smoking area, we could have the bar, and people come up to you and be like, "Oh, Davina Victoria, oh, will you have a shot?" Yes, I will. Shot? Thank you, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Thank it's you. Ne- it's never the shot you want. Thank though. you, my sweet. Well, no, that's why you have to march them to the bar with their cards and, <laughs> and order for them. Yeah. Like, okay, we're gonna declare this now. Do not come at us with apple sours. No, ever. Nobody wants rotten teeth come January. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, no, we do Sambuca. Yeah. We'll do an after bomb. We love an after bomb. Yeah. That is the shot of the moment. See, what happens out with me is with the shots, I used to do tequila, then it would make me sick. Yeah. So then the smell of tequila, now I can't do. Then I would do Sambuca, then Sambuca would make me sick and, I get, and then I couldn't do it anymore. Then, so I think I've actually come full circle with Sambuca. <laughs> so if once you vomit from a drink, the smell will kind of linger in your mind for a while. Yeah. I'm very susceptible to smells. Yeah. Like those types. <laughs> <laughs> also, when Davina says she will vomit, what she actually means is instantly. Instantly. Okay? Like, I can see the look in her eyes. It takes... A, it's like, going. It's going. It's not going to happen. Uh, oh, no, it's happening. And then straight away. And But I'm do not- you know what? I will always find somewhere... To place said vomit, like I will a always bin. a bin, a mop bucket, um, <laughs> like I am. It's like I have this like hunt for red October, <laughs> like radar for vomit house. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a special skill. It's impressive, but it's taken years to hone. But yeah, no, that's okay. So that's a good one. And going into, are you going to do dry January? 
Fuck no. No. <laughs> no. I will still be eating meat. Sorry, vegans out there. And I will still be drinking. Okay, well, that's good. Um, now let's talk about maybe things that we uh, aren't so fond of and things that we maybe want to leave behind in okay. 2019. Because yeah. uh, I know that there's a lot. What I would love to leave behind um, is a very bad habit that I have uh, taken up this year. Um, and I really... So... I like to have a few drinks and then I'll be on Instagram and next thing you know... Which, can I say, most people, <laughs> their favourite time with you on Instagram is when you've had a few drinks because you're going to lay it down. Oh, I know. But then I might drop a little DM to, like, stupid celebrities. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then you try to hit them up in their DMs. Now, is this a sexy DM? Or it like could a... be. It could be. Um, I've I slipped into so many... Um, so many people's DMs, like celebrity wise, that like have you know like five hundred thousand followers or a million followers, and I'll send them a message, and it could be something really like like giving them affirmations or telling <laughs> them they need to change this or be really positive, and then I could just be a total slut, like I sent uh, a DM to Ollie Moore's, and oh I, I and then I woke up the next day and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> What did you say to Ali Morris? Oh, Come on, I, tell us. You know, I'm not even going to fucking repeat it because I'm so cringe. But I'm sure you can imagine it. Um, so yeah, so I've and I've I've done it a couple of times, more times than I'd like to admit. But <laughs> but I am going to leave that behind in 2019 because I just think it's cringe. But the good thing about Instagram is, if it hasn't been seen, you can unsend. Unsealed. I do the flame. But thing. did I unsend the Ali Morris message? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I do that flame thing too much when I'm drunk. I'll be like, whoa, I get the flame reaction. <laughs> and sometimes if you've ever gotten a flame reaction, sometimes I really don't mean it, guys. I'm sorry. Um, well, we actually asked you guys on Instagram uh, what you would like to leave behind. And just you gave us a couple of suggestions of things that you, uh, you'd be more than happy to leave behind. So we're going to just go through some of the lists now. Some of them were very good, by the way. Some of them were very... Um, I felt really kind of sorry for some of you. Like some of you've been through the mill this year, so I'm sorry about that. If you're have if you haven't had a good 2019, I hope 2020 is a little bit better for you. Like, Are we allowed to say who sent these? By the yeah, way, yeah, we should name the name. Yeah, okay. they're not confidential. We've got Keen Griffin one five one, and his answer was short and sweet. Dolly, she probably won't make it through 2020. <laughs> Listen, Keen, let me tell you this. Dolly Dolly has made it through. Dolly Grip has made it through the 1820s, the 1920s, and she'll be here in the 2020s. So she ain't going nowhere. She is like, she's a life unto herself. So sorry to disappoint. She's definitely <laughs> going to see you through. My good friend, Ashling Flynn from Bray. She has just said negativity. Ooh. Considering you are from Bray, honey, <laughs> negativity is all around you. But also, so, that's like a like that's aimed at someone like burn, yeah. like get oh no, she thing. also put negativity, put a lipstick kiss. Oh yeah. So, Ashling, big shout out to you. She's probably touring the country now. She's a HR executive. So oh, I like this. One. Hi, Ash. Okay, so the next one was from Drag Full Stop Underscore Full Stop Fans, and they said the fake ass bitch I had it had as a best friend. Oh, well, that's, we've all had those kind of fake ass bitch friends. And do you know what I have to say? When you realise, when oh, as Maya Angelou always says, this is an oh. open moment. If someone shows you who they are the first time, believe them. So, yeah. <laughs> so if they are a fake ass bitch, leave them in 2019. Let's move on. 2020. That's a reoccurring thing as well. Like a lot of people, some people said yeah. toxic old friends. Toxic old friends. Yeah, like. Two-faced I was, bitches. Leaving toxic behind. Toxic oh, I love this behind. one. 
I don't know if I should say this person's name, but I'm going to anyway. Um, it's underscore Dan underscore 17 said, my friend who fucked my ex. Oh. I want that story. That happened to me before years ago. Um, and I have to say, you know. I'm gurning right now. Yeah. You all know. Yeah. <laughs> when she's took yeah. that deep breath, I was like, here that's, we go. That's happened to me. Like, you know, it's one of those things that's hurtful at the time. But it's more hurtful, I think, about the friends doing mm. that to you. I think yeah. when your friends let you down like that, it's very hard to kind of bounce back. But, you know, if they do that, they obviously just don't value you. And it says more about them. I know yeah. that's real cliche, but it says more about them. People who do that, they want to hurt you. And it's 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 more about how they feel about themselves. Yeah. So I just think fucking let those bitches go. Let because go. do you know what? Favor. And do you know what? They'll do it to someone else. Yeah. They just, they never, that, that pattern never changes. Well, in another message, um, he said, and then started to try and text the guy I was dating. I told you. What did I just say? <laughs> <laughs> they never fucking change. A leopard never changes its spots. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Um, so Sean underscore dot IE said, Bears, they're so hot, but so internally homophobic. That's very controversial, Isn't Sean. It? Very controversial. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I don't think that all bears are homophobic. Like, no. I think everyone kind of has their tribe. And I know sometimes bears or twinks or, you know, like to stay in their niche and mm-hmm. kind of stay in their lane and such. But you can't tar everyone with the same brush. Yeah. And maybe just the ones that you've come in contact with. I kind of understand where you're saying, I know that the toxic mask for mask vibe mm. can be very homophobic and a little bit kind of, you know, uh, negative. Yeah. But they're all not like that. No, and I actually think all gays are a little bit homophobic, to be honest. There's a little internal homophobia in all of us. Like I wouldn't even say it's homophobia. I just think it's judgy. Yeah. I think oh, about, well, Okay, true. Like, we're all, we're all having a good judge of each other. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't think it's just related to bears. You can be slightly homophobic and a twink. Okay. Uh, one more, and I'm not going to say who this is from, because this is quite uh, controversial. My mother-in-law, hopefully. Oh. Oh, she sounds like a nasty bitch, so. Yeah, and are they married already? Uh, yes, because the person's handle starts with Mrs. Oh. Yeah, so they must be married. But I'm not going to oh name who, just in case. I would have to hate to deal with somebody's in-laws. Like, that's the one thing that I would have be commitment phobic about getting married or having to deal with someone else's family. Right. There is nothing worse, especially if you don't get on with them. Like, it's just, that's not a good one. So, I wish you best with the monster-in-law. <laughs> just put rat poison in her tea and be done with it, okay? Eye drops in the drink. <laughs> Give her the shits. <laughs> <laughs> She'll never ask you for oh. another drink again. Okay, Davina, the time has come. We have to face our past. <laughs> we have to look at that two-year period where we couldn't our look bitter, at each other, talk to each other. Our bitter feud that lasted for quite a long time. I mean, you kicked things off. Well, of course it kicked off when, you know, originally when you... St- oh, sorry, hold on one second. One second. Hello? Oh, Davina, it's our producer. We're out of time. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. We'll wrap it up now. We'll wrap it up. Davina, we've actually run out of time. Oh, unfortunately, we won't get into that right now. You'll have to join us next time when we'll be talking about our two-year-long bitter feud where we didn't uh, talk or interact. And we've run out of time or to Or look talk at each today. other, to be honest. We've run out of time to talk to each other and to look at each other today. <laughs> you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, we're having lots of fun and I hope you're uh, enjoying it too. And Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Be the same bitch you were last yeah, year. Yeah, be the same petty bitch. Never change. Also, share this podcast with your friends because uh, I think that's what we're supposed to ask people to do, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Sharing is caring. Tell a bitch and hook them up and get them listening too. And we will talk to you on our next one. But until then, stay, stay petty. petty.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 